Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Charlie Epstein. Charlie, are you ready to do this? Rock on, brother. Excellent. Rock on. Let's do this. Charlie is known as the 401k coach. He has been named one of the most influential individuals in the 401k industry for the past several years. He has 35 years of experience in financial services and is committed to helping people reach financial independence with reduced financial anxiety. He is the author of Paychecks for Life, as well as his recent book, Save America Save. Excited to have you on, Charlie. Um, Pleasure. Tell us a little bit about your personal life your professional life and why it is you do what you do personally i'm the luckiest man on the planet and most grateful uh, married to my wife Lori epstein who actually works in the company with us so that's rare a lot of couples can't work together so i'm very very fortunate not only we work together we play together we ski together we have a house on the connecticut shore we have a place in park city utah so we're very very blessed my wife has a daughter who was a helicopter medic in the Air Force, and our son-in-law, her husband, is a colonel in the Air Force. He was Special Forces, uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, so we're really blessed. He runs the PA division in uh, San Antonio for the Air Force, and then her son is in intelligence with the Air Force. So we've got a military family, and for all of you out there in the military, both on the front line, the back lines, and the husbands and wives and family members that are home taking care of things we really are grateful for all that you do so thanks so much and then my daughter is in houston texas she's working in the retail business shout out to hannah down in houston and my son who's 16 is a sophomore in high school and in about two hours we'll be trying out for the jv lacrosse team so go noah awesome rock and roll yep so that's our family background perfect well you and i were talking a little bit both online and offline, about different things that, that, that we focus on to measure how we're doing as a country, talking about things like GDP, which is gross domestic product, but maybe what we should be focusing on is gross domestic profit. And it, it just kind of struck me that there's so many different things that we as Americans can be focused on and so many different statistics and numbers that we're hit with every day. But from your perspective and your professional experience working with a lot of 401k plan sponsors and participants and advisors, what's the area that you think that people really ought to be focused on? So, I mean, I have a bias in the industry, and I've been in the financial services industry actually 38 years. But when I started, I was 21 years old. Uh, just starting in the business, and I had a mentor, and the first thing he said to me was, kid, just start saving $25 a month. Now, in 1979, I made less money working in the business. (laughs) Actually, my income was negative the first year, so even think about saving money. I was like, what? But I realized I needed to do that if I was going to walk my talk. So my bias is... And my second book, as you mentioned, is called Save America Save. It's not Invest America Invest. Hmm. So the language is specific because saving is a habit. And if you simply start exercising that muscle, that savings muscle, 
I don't care how small the amount is, it's a habit. And what it'll do, it'll force you to begin seeing the benefits of saving. And the younger you do it, you enter into the world of the eighth wonder of the world, which is compound interest. You know, money begets money begets money. So I like to tell people, I'm just fortunate. I started in this business when I was 21. I'm now 60. So I'm that 401k millionaire, right? Because I just methodically saved money every year, and then I just increased it by 1%. And suddenly, wow, I've got a lot of money. So I like to tell people, that the 401k plan is the greatest get rich slow plan on the planet. Is it the best? Now we could argue what's the best plan for savings, but because it's automated, because it comes out of somebody's pay and there might be a match where you got OPM, other people's money, it's a great way to start the habit. Got it. Nice. Slow and steady wins the race, save money. This is mm-hmm. these are boring things that are not necessarily going to get a lot of headlines, but no, nobody wants to talk about. It. But here's the other thing: imagine you're 21 and you're going to save money for something you're not going to touch till you're 59 and a half. Wow! It's not only a savings habit; it's a mental gymnastic habit where you just simply say, "Hey, I'm going to put that money aside and I'm just going to forget about it." And then something magical happens. In about 10 years, it's a pretty good pile of money. And in 20 years, it's a lot of money. And maybe you've got enough to do something else. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. And I think perhaps one of the biggest challenges is is reconciling that conflict between me as a 21-year-old or a 25- or a 30-year-old or whatever, wanting to go out and, and have a nice car or go out to dinner or happy hour versus saving money for my 70-year-old self. So yeah, and I don't, I don't think you have to, uh, you know, by the way, I'm not a big believer in sacrifice. Ugh, that's an Yuck. awful word, you know, this, oh, I've got to sacrifice for my financial future. You know, they wrote a book many, 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 many eons ago, which simply said, here's the formula for success. Save 10, gift 10, and spend the rest, right? <laughs> if you save, pay yourself first, but you've heard, we've all heard that before, and then give away 10% of what you earn, that'll come back tenfold. And then you get 80% to spend. Of course, we have credit cards, so 80% becomes 800%. Right. <laughs> With leverage and credit cards. We could talk about that, you know. So, mm-hmm. mm. I enjoyed one of the videos on, on your site, on, on your YouTube site, which is excellent for everyone who's Thank listening. You. Thank you. And it was uh, – Can I we tell them what site that is? Please. Uh, you can go to epsteinfinancial.com or the411kcoach.com. Thanks. Yes. And it was, I don't remember if the title was Wanting What You Want, but that was that was the gist of it. And I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. What, what, what motivated you making that video? Actually, that comes from my coach, Dan Sullivan of The Strategic Coach. Dan's an entrepreneurial coach. I've been doing, I'm actually what Dan calls a slow learner with deep pockets. I've been in his uh, program for 25 years. So I go every 90 days. And one of these days, I'm going to get it right, right? <laughs> so slow learner, deep pockets. But again, it's a habit. Why do I go? People say to me, you've been going for every 90 days for 25 years. What's wrong with you? I said, no, no, no. What you don't understand is I get out of my world that I'm in. I go fly to Chicago or Toronto. I spend a full day with 40 to 50 other successful entrepreneurs around the country. And we talk about what are the issues of the day. So one, 
session, Dan was talking about, you know, in life, there's two types of people. They're the people that want stuff and then tell everybody why they can't have what they have. Right. You know, I really like a new car. I'd like a better house. I'd like a better job. But when I was four years old and my father ran away and my mother got divorced and then I didn't. Right. They have all the reasons why they don't have what they want. And then there's a smaller group of, in the population that want what they want because they just want what they want. Right. So if I want a new car, I say I want a new car. And somebody says, well, why do you want a new car? I don't have to have a reason. I just want a new car because I want a new car. That drives people crazy. No, you have to have a reason why you want the new car. Actually, I don't. And because I don't, I'm a lot more liberated, right? I don't have the burden of having to have a reason to do what I want to do next. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So that's freedom. You know, freedom from your past, freedom from what other people believe. Like, I want to get this new car and my wife, I love her, but she's like, you can't drive that car in Western Mass. People, you can't have that kind of car. I mean, what do you mean I can't have that kind of car? I can have whatever kind of car I want. If I was worried about what people thought about me every day, I wouldn't get out of bed (laughs) because they think I'm crazy, right? Yeah. So I don't know if the term is how do you reconcile it, but I'm just going to use that term. So how do you reconcile wanting what I want, but then not either having the money or being able to afford it and personal sacrifice? So sacrificing in some areas to get what I want is... Am I off base with that? Is there a conversation to be had in that? So again, that you know, people have their own belief system about, A, should I have what I want? What will people think? So there's a lot tied up in that, and I'm not a psychotherapist or a psychologist. But when you liberate yourself from that, then you're free to choose freely what you want without being encumbered by somebody else's belief system. So that's step one. Step two, now you say, boy, I, I want that new car, but I don't have the money. Okay. So what's the plan now? What's the game plan? So the first thing you need to do is you got to have the commitment in life, right? So you make a commitment and you make a stand. And once you do that, the magic starts to happen. Then you have to have the courage to say, I just want what I want because I want it. So you got the commitment, you got the courage, and then that gives you the confidence to say, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to get what I want yet, but let me see if I can figure it out. I don't have all the capabilities. I don't have enough money. I don't have a saving strategy. Maybe somebody can help me. And you know what the beauty of this world is that we live in? You can find the capabilities. You can find people who can help you figure out, that's why I'm a financial advisor, how to get what you want, how to save enough money, how to invest your money, how to create a strategy or a plan. So make the commitment, have the courage to stand up, have the confidence in your beliefs, and then go find the capabilities if you don't have them to get it done. Nice. I think that I think that that's all spot on, and I do think that people suffer from I don't know if it's comparison and just wanting to keep up with the Joneses and not really questioning is that something that I actually want for for myself and my family, or do I just want this because that's what I perceive that is well, is is the right thing? Yeah. Can I give you an example? Please. And, and this is my son. You know, God bless. I love him so. Uh, he's playing lacrosse, and when he was in sixth grade, he never played lacrosse before. And I have to tell you, out here where I live, lacrosse is huge. I mean, big. So he played for one season, and he was okay. And then he said, Dad, I want to go out for the all-Western Mass elite warrior lacrosse team. Yes. <laughs> I was like, and right away, like I'm like, buddy. Buddy, these kids have been playing since they were in diapers. You've only played one season. And he looks at me like, so? Like he's got a 
bigger picture of himself. Right. Confidence, confidence. <laughs> so he says, Dad, I'm going out. I'm like, a boy, why should I stop you? Right. So he makes the commitment. He's got the courage and he's got the confidence. You know what he lacks? The capabilities. So he gets to this tryout. There's 80 other kids trying out. And let me just tell you, he's the worst player out there. But for 90 minutes, he's Richard the Lionhearted. He never gives up, right? He never throws in the towel. He leaves it all out on the field. And when it's over, he's completely dejected. He walks away and he says, Dad, I'm so bad. I said, buddy, you gave it all, right? I go up to his the, the guy who's running the whole thing, the head coach. I don't say that I'm Noah's son. That's my son. I mean, Noah's dad. I just simply say, hey, Charlie Epstein. Guy was from the town I grew up in, just wanted to introduce myself. And he says, oh, are you Noah's dad? There's 80 kids there, and he knows who my son is. I, and he looks at me and says, hey, he's a hell of a player. You know, he just needs to work on his skill sets. And I thought, okay, that's a nice compliment, right? Three days later, later I get an email, or he gets an email. Congratulations, you've made the all-Western Mass elite team. And when I showed the email to my son, his reaction was like, yeah, I knew that. <laughs> Right. So he had the commitment, the courage, the confidence. He, he lacks the capabilities. So he's just got to work at it. That, that, that's awesome. It's a great story. So, so, yeah, it doesn't matter in life. You know, what most people do is they don't make the commitment because they sell out to all their reasons. You know, I'm not good enough. I shouldn't even try. They don't have the courage to just go for it. And that limits their confidence. So even if they had the capabilities they don't even get out of the gate. Right. And and you know what? That goes back to saving. That goes back to investing. That goes back to, you know, building a financial plan and being committed, courageous about it, confident about it, and then go hire the capabilities to help you get there. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's awesome stuff. Thank you. Thanks. <clears throat> and perhaps you pass that on to Noah through just DNA and I, I, we're – is this something that, 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 that you, you had know, or is this not DNA that... because I, he's adopted. My son okay. is adopted. All right. So, so it's interesting. You know, people say to me, wow, where do you get that from? Well, it wasn't my DNA, but I think who knows, maybe it's being around me and you know, the way I am or, or it's just baked into him. Yeah. You know, I think it's a combination of those things. Now here's the interesting thing. His sister was an amazing lacrosse player. I mean, she had all the capability. She just lacked the commitment, courage, and confidence. She even would say, Dad, Noah's got so much courage than I ever had. So two different kids, two different approaches. She would average five goals a game. She was a monster, but she never worked at it. You know, he worked at it. So it's interesting. Yeah, Yeah. it's fascinating for sure. So if somebody's listening to this and they say, you know what, I I want those things, how would you – counsel them to, 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 to go down that path to become a lacrosse player for the all Western mass elite warriors. <laughs> no, uh, to, uh, to gain the commitment and courage or perhaps commitment. Let's start with that. If there's certain tools that have helped you down that path, maybe it's stuff you learned to coach. The thing I've learned throughout my career is you have to communicate your commitment to someone other than yourself who will hold you to the fire. And that's where people fail, right? So I don't even, you know, you join a workout class and, you know, it's January 1st. Everybody wants to lose weight and they all show up at the gym and within a month, you know, 90% of them are gone. 
Well, here's why. They didn't say to somebody, hey, this is what I'm what I want to make happen. This is what I'm committed to. Hold me to the fire. Right. So people think I'm nuts. But listen, I have an entrepreneurial coach because he holds me to the fire and and makes me keep my word or not. I have a fitness coach. Now, my wife and I get up. We we have a gym in the basement. We spin together three to five days a week, but two days a week. I go to a club where a guy beats the crap out of me physically for 50 minutes, right? Because I'm not going to go any farther without somebody, you know, really pushing you. Right. Okay. So I think people need a commitment coach, right? Be held accountable. So the commitment coach will make you write it down so it's real. This is what I'm committed to, saving, you know, 10% of my pay and increasing it 1% or, you know, I mean, it's what we do as a financial advisor. We get people to get really, really clear on what they're committed to. We analyze what it's going to cost to get it done. You know, mostly as people say, hey, I want to retire. Well, what does that mean? Right. I mean, that's a nebulous word. Mm-hmm. I don't even use retirement. You know why? Webster's definition of retirement is to put out something out of use. Mm. So think about that. My industry, the financial services industry, spends billions and billions of dollars trying to put people out of use, (laughs) right? Fidelity has the retirement green zone. Prudential has the retirement red zone. Hey, follow these zones and you'll be out of use in no time. (laughs) I don't know anybody who wants to be put out of use. What people want is to have enough money to pay for all the things they desire to do someday. And you read Paychecks for Life. We're registered and trademarked desirement planning. You know, what do you desire to do most in your life? What are you passionate about? You know, what are you going to do when you reach that point where you don't want to do what you're doing now, but what do you want to continue to do? So now we need to analyze that, identify that, create a plan, and and then are you committed to doing what it takes to invest or save to create that paycheck for life to pay for all the things you desire to do? So back to your question, get a get a mentor, get a coach, get a could be your spouse, could be your best friend. You know, somebody to hold you to the fire and call you on your, you know, when you fall off the cart. Because you're going to fall off the cart. Jerry! I feel like, you know, Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry! You know, like like they were all falling off the cart all the time on that show, right? They couldn't they couldn't get anything done. No, 100%. That is great stuff. I, I appreciate that. I think that that's good actionable advice for people. So. All right, now I'm the non-actionable stuff. Yes. Now <laughs> on to the uh, the trite nonsense that's not going to help anybody do anything at all. Quite the opposite, sure. Charlie. Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them, sir? Difference-making tip. How good do your listeners <laughs> want their life to be? Really, Simple really question. good. How great, you know, how fantastic, how fabulous, how mind-blowing are you willing for your life and your choices to be? So my tip is every day you need to be journaling. You need to be writing down what you're committed to in your life, in your family's life, in your business or your customer's life, and in your community's life, right? And so if you just had a journal and you just wrote, you know, this is what I'm committed to in my life. This is what I'm committed to in my my family's life. Could be my wife, my spouse, my husband, my kids, my parents. This is what I'm committed to to the people that I that work for me and I work for them, clients and customers, and my community. One thing, you know, every 90 days, 
that you're going to be committed to. Will you get it all done? No. But I'll tell you what, it'll keep you on your toes. It'll keep you engaged and you will bump up against the obstacles that will prevent you from getting there. And you know what? Best I can tell, that's what life is all about. Life is about falling down, failing, picking yourself up and trying to find another solution. And it'll force you to be engaged. It'll force you to be engaged in your life in other people's lives and find other people that can help you find solutions. And man, what could be better? You know, you're out there, you're engaged, and you're going to make the most amazing things happen because every time you accomplish something, you're going to say, well, what's next? And what's next? So that's my difference maker. That is awesome. The power of full engagement is a very real thing. So thank you for that. And that definitely gets a come on. Come on. So thank you, sir. Come on. Come on, Charlie. Thank you for coming on. Um, I believe coming, yeah. I, I, I believe that you gave the website already, but where can people find you again? So again, uh, for those of you that are individuals listening to this and want to engage with us on a personal level or a financial level, level you can go to Epstein Financial, E-P-S-T-E-I-N Financial.com. Uh, check out our videos out there. Uh, take our scorecard. And if you're a financial advisor and want to learn about uh, my recipes as the 401k coach, you can go to the401kcoach.com. We also have a online portal called Advanced Accelerator Club. And if you'd like to learn more about that, give us a call here at 413-539-2375. Thank you so much for letting me uh, come on board. Excellent. Well, thank you, sir. Savage if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Charlie your appreciation and check out all the stuff he just referenced and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Thank you again, Charlie. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. Peace, love, and rock and roll. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.